0: The Four Horsemen. What you have
1: here is the Four Horsemen, united, live and
2: exciting color.
0: Um, not those Four Horsemen. These Four Horsemen discuss theology from different viewpoints, different perspectives, as we show people how to have discussions without turning into a keyboard warrior. Are you stupid? Now, here's Dennis Thurman, Adam Black, Benjamin Kerfman, and (laughs) Derek McCarson. The Four Horsemen. Welcome to the idolatry episode of the four horsemen. I am here with heretic Adam Black and apostate Dennis Thurman (laughs) Thurman, and I am the arch heretic Benjamin Kerfman. Um, So we're going to discuss today Exodus chapter 20 verse 4, which is the second commandment uh, of the Ten Commandments. And so uh, what we want to talk about is this Second Commandment. There's a kind of a little bit of a movement on the Internet going on, especially in the Reformed community, of what they call Second Commandment violations. And so there are people out there that feel like any kind of visual depiction of any of the persons of the Trinity, the Father, the Son, or the Holy Spirit, is actually blasphemous and sinful. So they would say that uh, a baby Jesus in a nativity scene is a sin and a blasphemy. They would say that uh, any kind of pictures of Jesus in your painting kid's Sunday school supper. class. Right, painting the Last Supper, all of the iconography of, of the ancient church. Um, even the Catholic Church, the Roman Catholic Church and the Greek Orthodox Church have fought before over whether... 2D images or 3D images are idolatrous. So they've actually disagreed on if it's flat, it's okay. If it's a statue, it's not okay. So there, so this has been a historical argument of are these things there? So, Adam, is a statue or a picture representing Jesus a blasphemy and a sin?
1: I do not believe so. Unless you, <clears throat> I think what makes it a sin is, well, it's kind of a difficult situation because. You're worshiping Jesus, right? I, w- I don't foresee someone worshiping the statue like someone would Buddha or something like that. Um, so I I personally wouldn't see it as idolatry unless for some reason your heart was worshiping the stone in itself. Um, that's, yeah, that's kind of my take in a nutshell. <clears throat>
0: okay. Is it actually a depiction of Jesus?
1: No. Well, I mean, I think... How do you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. Uh, um.
0: Which some would say that's the reason why you shouldn't try to do that, that if he wanted us to have an image of him, he would have given us some indication of an image of himself. And yet the scripture indicates that there was nothing about his physical appearance that would cause him to stand out uh, from a normal person. Like I said in my sermon yesterday um it would have been pretty obvious he was the messiah if all he had to do was be born as a light-skinned baby in jerusalem um if the israeli people noticed this white european baby it'd be pretty obvious something was different about him from from his mother so apparently that wasn't a uh, that that wasn't what he looked like
1: yeah but i think it would it's a want to be careful here. I think it's kind of a similar situation that it, it's a reminder of Jesus. It's a reminder of not necessarily, well, that's what Jesus looked like. It's like, it's a reminder of Jesus. Um, now some of the pictures, you don't know who it is, Jim
0: Caviezel yeah. yeah exactly yeah
1: or the Luke Skywalker ones the, the other funny <laughs> yeah, ones.
2: that's my favorite where people you know if you really love Jesus you'll uh yeah. host this
1: you know on your wall and it's Luke Skywalker yeah it's, it's it. kind of silly but I mean I, I don't what I was saying I want to be careful I mean it's almost like you know the Lord's Supper you do that in remembrance of me can it's kind of a similar thing but not exactly
0: so you're saying that uh, in in the same sense, the bread and the cup could actually be images of Jesus. Mm.
2: No,
1: well, they, I wouldn't well, say they images. Are.
2: They're they're symbols. They're right. In, in a sense,
1: of what he true. did. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, it, yes, yes.
0: What What do you think, Dennis? What What's your take? Do you think that images of Jesus or the Father or the Holy Spirit are blasphemous?
2: I I will answer that question with a question. Does God contradict himself? No. No, obviously. So God commanded Israel to make banners in which it would be the order of their march. On those banners, there were images. There was an image of a lion. There was an image of an ox. There was an image of a man, uh, eagle, I think was the other one. And so if that were not permissible to make an image like that, to direct the people, not in worship, but in, in their march, uh, then God would have, have forbidden that. Um, in the worship of the uh, temple in the, in the laver that was built, there were 12 oxen that supported and held up that laver. Uh, God never forbade that. Uh, Those were images of him, though. No, they were not images of him. I'm, I'm just getting the whole thing of, of images and, and that sort of thing. Uh, cherubim uh, there in the um, uh, the ark, mm-hmm. of the covenant with their wings outstretched, and then uh, in Solomon's temple you had these two huge cherubim uh, made of olive wood that were there. Uh, you also had in the intricacy of the uh, of the veil uh, palm trees and so forth. It almost gets into the Christmas tree thing, doesn't <laughs> it? But but here but here's my point. No, those weren't images of of God, but do you remember in the verse you read there that it says, "Don't make images of things in above, things on the earth, things you know in the mm-hmm. sea, and so forth." So, so to me, the point is, don't make things that represent God, things that will be objects of veneration and worship, because that is a command, a violation of the commandment, and and so. To simply have those things as statues, as art, if that's what you're doing, like like I don't particularly care for all these pictures or paintings of, right. of Jesus and so forth. But but there's there's some that are historical and are, I mean, rather famous. And if you have those hanging in your house, if you're not, I'm not going to be bowing down to them. And and I, I'm not even I'm not one of these guys that when I pray I try to visualize God. Because he he's spirit, okay? I don't try to to do that. So I think that's where you cross the line, where it becomes something where you're trying to make God into your image uh, rather than receiving him for who he is, and you begin to worship stuff. It becomes almost like an intermediary to get you to God, mm-hmm. which, by the way, that was the whole calf worship. Many Bible scholars don't believe they were actually worshiping the calf,
0: They they, named the calf Yahweh.
2: Because they were picturing him, the invisible God, is seated upon that calf, riding upon Mm -hmm. that. But it it wasn't too far to go from there to actually worshiping the
0: the calf itself. So
2: if that that makes sense. Mm
0: -hmm. So if you ask, if any of us probably asked kids in our church, little kids, uh, what does Jesus look like? (laughs) Is the description that they're going to give us anything that would probably be similar to Jesus.
1: I mean they would probably relate it to pictures they've seen.
0: Right.
2: In in cartoon books and things of that and nature. And would not typically be like Jesus because they're looking at medieval art, you're looking at caucasians, you know, blue eyes and so forth. Um, because
0: it's made in the artist's image right. right
2: or or some subject that they were painting that they knew about mm-hmm. and and so forth
1: well in a pushback i mean would you think that if the ki- uh, would the would the kid be wrong well,
0: in yeah that descri- I, I would argue that everyone's wrong
1: no <laughs> no. what i mean by like are they are they in sin based on that commandment if they describe what they think jesus looked like
0: well, here's a question: If you say that Jesus looks like something that he doesn't look like, then are you lying about but what you're he not? lying. Li- like? I don't think you're. I don't. You're think not telling the be- truth because you don't know what he looks like.
2: Well, let's let's just remove the children from that, yeah. Because
0: children are,
2: you know, they think very concrete and it's what they've seen. What they they don't know. Let's say an adult. Let's let's say that an adult church member begins to describe Jesus. As a,
0: Caucasian. I know people that get angry when they find out Jesus is Jewish.
2: Okay. Well, that's an issue. That is an issue, <laughs> right? Sure.
1: I think it. I think it's unwise. I mean, I mean, I'm not much of an art guy. I mean, I've been to the Vatican and seen all that, and I think it's unwise. Like, I, I'm not going to come up one day and say I want to make a statue of Jesus, or I, I do think it's unwise because, again, you're. And just like the Facebook post of you know Luke Skywalker or Jim Caviezel or or things of that, it's just unwise. Like it doesn't, it doesn't. I don't know. There's just there's something about it to me that seems kind of silly. So 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 I'm certainly
0: not. I'm not promoting. Right. (laughs) But but what I'm saying is okay. So let's say angels. Um, we can actually make images of angels because we have a pretty. In several instances, pretty accurate descriptions, we would assume. Yeah, they're
2: like these little fat
0: babies, next yes. to right? With yeah. a heart, yeah. yeah, yeah, eating cream cheese, yes. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but you think about like the cherubim, for instance, there's specific instructions of you need to make cherubim on the ark, and this is what they need to look like, this is how many wings they have, this is what they're doing. Um, oh, <laughs> Dennis has actually got one right behind me right now, <laughs> yes, I'm so triggered. Yeah. Um, but uh, his his uh, painting is microaggressing me on the podcast.
2: He just got to suck it up and get over it, right? Amen.
0: Yeah. What? Well, but uh, what's the chapter and verse on that? Um, <laughs> Second hesitation, story. right? Right. But uh, so so the the thing is, God has given us descriptions of certain things. Um, so, for instance, the angels. The question is okay. Well, then, what do we define as an image of Jesus? Like, if you look at typology, uh, the ram caught in the thicket is in is a type of Jesus. The pillar of cloud and pillar of fire. These like are we not allowed to illustrate any of those things? Are those or are we talking about trying to make a human illustration of Jesus as God um, in the flesh? out of our own imaginations as opposed to what scripture actually indicates.
2: It's always a danger I think that we would do that but would would you bring a a lamb into a setting with children uh and and talk to them about Jesus as the lamb of god and use that as an object lesson?
0: I would. And that, and that's why I'm saying it. I think there's a difference between something being a a symbol and, a, and a, like a literal representation.
2: Mm-hmm. But but in the verse you read, let's let's just be real literal here, the second commandment, because we get this, and, mm-hmm. and you'll see at first I didn't even know what this, I'd say this 2CV, and I'm like, what in the world is 2CV? <laughs> I had, had no idea. I thought it was some, I didn't kind, know some new <laughs> kind of motor scooter or something, <laughs> but then I figured it out. So, But here's what you read. You shall not make for yourself a carved image. Any likeness of anything that's in heaven above, or that's in the earth beneath, or that's in the water under the earth. Now, would that not cover the things we're talking about—the angels, the uh, a statue of a lamb—that uh, would be used in to this? that immediate
0: context. Or? Yes, but you have to look at verse three. There, you shall have no other gods before me. So, yes. when he's talking about graven images, he's saying specifically with reference to deities, to gods.
2: And he goes on in verse 5, saying you're not to bow down to them or serve them.
0: So what you're saying is if they're not bowing down to them and serving them as a god, then it's just art.
1: Intention. Correct. Because I I was going to say, like, somebody like that painting, I mean, not that that's bad, but like a painting of somebody was wanting to paint a picture of the Last Supper, could that be an act of worship?
0: Well, yes, yes. I think so they, uh, they could glorify God art, by art doing could that, be, like. but so so here's the same thing I mean, here, here's part a- of the issue though <laughs> is there are there some things that God does not want us to use our imagination with? There's some things I think creativity wise it's fine, but for instance, uh, this goes uh, again like with the regular principle of worship. Like the 1689 says that worship is not supposed to be uh, developed by the inventions of man or the imaginations of men that uh, God has told us what he wants us to do in worship. And so we don't need to imagine something that would be good in worship when we have clear instruction on what is good. And so some people would say if we have instruction on the person of Jesus, uh we don't need to necessarily use our imaginations to express Jesus. We should just express him in the way that he has been revealed already. But you know, I w-
2: that's real I mean, that's narrow. And and I would I would argue that creativity and right. imagination are gifts of God. Right. That can be certainly ruined by sin, but that also can be redeemed and elevated. Uh, and, and so I think there are limits, but I think, uh, to just prohibit that altogether, I, I would not be comfortable with that myself. Well, you, so, I mean,
1: I know you don't subscribe to this, but like, uh, I'm sure there's people out there that would say, you know, they only sing the Psalms or, you know, anything. Mm-hmm. There, there are no quote unquote new songs or, right. to me, I think that that's again, limiting the creativity. That's, um, now obviously it needs to be scriptural. It needs to be, uh, theologically sound, but I think it can be an act of worship, you know, art or can be an act of worship. So I, I think we got to be careful. And I, I really think all this is, is the intent. I really think it all has to do with the intent. If I'm painting this picture and I'm worshiping, you know, I, I don't know how art can necessarily be an idolatrous in the sense of, Guess if you're consumed by it, if that's all you want to do, I don't. I don't know how you could. Um, it well, could be idolatrous, yeah. but I think it's your heart towards that. And if I were worshiping the angel, or uh, so,
0: so like in worship, you're ascribing worth to something, right? Right. So like when we worship the Lord, we're we're demonstrating to Him that we believe He is worthy of whatever it is that we're bringing to Him, whether that's song, mm-hmm. or the word, or prayer, or whatever. And so, an act of worship. Uh, something, any kind of art form, uh, as that's being expressed, if it's being expressed in a way that we are trying to show God what we believe His worth is, then that would be an act of worship. So, if, so, if I, so, for instance, uh, uh, the Last Supper painting, which is a famous painting, okay, if the purpose of the artist in that painting is to say. Um, I want this painting to demonstrate to people how important Jesus is and how worthy he is of honor and glory and respect, then that painting is an act of worship in that sense that he is ascribing worth to Jesus through that painting. I think the issue that people might have uh, with the second commandment is by us creating an image of Jesus, are we actually diminishing his worth by misrepresenting him, by, by, by portraying him as less than he actually is?
2: Yeah, I think, I think it's always a danger, and, and that's why I, I try to be very scrupulous in, in my prayers. You know, it, it would be easy, in, in a sense, as a human being, to kind of picture in my mind God as a Superman on a throne— you know and and it would probably even help me in in a sense to grasp the, the incomparable but in doing that i am diminishing the reality of who god is i, I think i'm being irreverent and i think there's a lot of folks that they, they again they get these pictures in their mind of the way god ought to be and basically they're just taking who they are and just taking it a, a step up although i will say there are places you know where god speaks about his arm outstretched uh you know anthropomorphism mm-hmm. and and god condescends to help us to understand things that are beyond our ability to to understand but i think there is a danger in that i see jesus as a little baby is it from good Gnat?
0: Right. Yeah, but well, uh, but that's the whole thing, right? So he wants to—he he likes to pray to baby Jesus because right. that's his favorite one, right? And, wh-
2: and why not? Because that's not a threatening Jesus. That's not a one of judgment or right. one that you're going to have to answer to one day. That little cute little baby, right?
0: Right. So what is he worth? He's worth smiling at me and making me feel good on the inside, right? And so that that would be my concern is like, for instance, okay, let's not just talk about people talk about images of Jesus. What about the Holy Spirit? Okay the I've the symbol the one. symbol for the United Methodist Church is a cross with a dove on it, right? What does that dove represent? The power of the Holy Spirit. So when we see the dove used in Christianity, it's generally a symbol that's representative of the Spirit. Now, but who
2: gave us that symbol?
0: Well, that's the whole thing. In Scripture, it says He descended on Jesus like a dove, or uh, or as a dove what does that mean does that mean that he literally looked like a dove was it in the shape of a dove like we don't know and so yeah at least at least there there is some kind of scriptural reference for it but if god wanted us to know okay let me back up a second the lord hid moses body Okay and we know from the book of Jude that there was a dispute between Michael the archangel and the devil mm-hmm. over the body of Moses and that the Lord hid it and part of the reason that uh, why the Lord hid it is because to protect Moses from being venerated because these sure. people had followed Moses he was their leader they had seen him do signs and wonders and if Moses body remained it would have become easy for them to venerate him absolutely so the lord hid his body so part of the reason why then jesus is seated on the throne in heaven and we don't have a description of him is because we we are not venerating an image of jesus we are worshiping the living jesus who is alive right now even though we don't know who he looks like so we don't need to worship an image or you, ha- or even have an image to venerate, that would be, that would be like me saying, uh, you know, I put pictures in my house of my wife because, because um, sometimes I, I look at my wife and it, and it reminds me of, of uh, prayer and all this, or, or, you know, it reminds me of different things about her when I can just go talk to my wife. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like 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 going being with my wife is much better than having an image of my wife. Well, certainly. Um and so it's the same thing with Christ of like we don't need an image of Christ when we have access to the throne of grace. But do you carry Christ. a
2: picture of your wife?
0: Uh do you have
2: some on your phone? Probably. I, know you do, I probably have your some Facebook on my phone. Posts. Yeah. Well, that's why. Because I love her. Yes, and so there's a reminder to you, even if she's not present with you, uh, it is a reminder of your love, that relationship, even though you don't like kiss the picture. Right. I mean, like like my when my little granddaughter, you know, passed away. We've got her handprints in, in ink, and you know, I know those aren't her hands, mm-hmm. but sometimes when I walk by, I just want to reach out and and touch them. Again, you know, it's it's just I know it's a human reaction but but I think you know those those images like when you, when you look in Revelation like John's description of the glorified Christ it's pretty pretty graphic pretty awesome mm-hmm. description not anything like what you'll see in a little children's storybook for sure Yeah I, I told the somebody, I told fire, somebody yeah. the other
0: day I want a, I want a mural of that in our nursery
2: but Revelation but you,
0: Jesus, this is how you're going to see him next time he comes, kids.
2: But I mean, that is that is a, a word picture that's given to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if somebody took that and put it on a canvas, would they be wrong to do that?
0: Well, I mean, and that's the whole question. I'm, I'm not necessarily saying that I am for it. It's something that I'm thinking through. And like you said, trying to be cautious about, I personally don't have any images of Jesus. Uh, we don't have any in our church, and I wouldn't be in favor of doing that um and and the reason why again is because the the things that scripture gives me um i don't see how an image of jesus is going to help me meditate on him better than the word will if that makes sense
2: it does but those you you're going to when you read those words you're going to have a picture a word picture in your mind like, like, like where Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd. Have, have, you, have you never had the concept of a shepherd holding a lamb and, and thought in those terms? I mean, how can you read that and not think that?
0: Maybe, but, but if I do have any image in my mind, it's an image that I've received culturally of what he would look like. And maybe that I've appropriated a little bit. But, like, like, for instance, if, if a, If a five-year-old had never seen a quote-unquote image of Jesus and you told them, what do you think Jesus looks like? They don't have a reference point for that because they've never been told this is what Jesus looks like. So whatever image I have in my mind, if I try to think of what Jesus would look like, is just going to be something that's been externally kind of given to me. Um, as opposed to generated, you know, specifically from scripture. So, so like in my mind, when I when I think about that uh, that Revelation one, Jesus, um, I don't see a face. There, there's characteristics there, you know. Um, I, he he has bronze skin. Um, there's those Paris kind of things, white but is cool. and maybe yeah, maybe it's because I'm not an artist that I don't think in that context. But I, I think to myself, if I was going to try to Paint a picture of that. I I just I don't in my mind. I don't think I could do anything artistically that would even remotely express what what that is in my mind. But some people
2: can do that. And and what I'm asking you is, do you think that would be a sin if they do that?
0: If they painted that? I at this point, I would say I'm not sure. Okay, I'm not I, sure. I, mean, I
1: don't think so. I think it's a, again a heart, heart of worship. I was actually thinking about. Um, that picture painting that lady the first day in heaven. I don't know if you've seen that of the young lady. Uh, she was killed in a car wreck or something. And there's a picture um, of her uh, hugging Jesus. Now you don't. But you see, don't really see his face. Yeah, you yeah. don't see his face. Yeah, I think I posted that mm-hmm. not long ago. Yeah, it's a beautiful yeah. pi- picture, yeah. but I, I think it's a it is an act of worship. I really see it as an act of worship and. You know, Not some, worshiping
2: that image, but right, uh, it's dog. causing you to think about him.
0: Right, yeah, absolutely. Right, right.
1: And, I, and so that's where I think that, um, you know, um, I, I just see it as active worship. And, and if you're creating uh, something to to worship that item, I think that's where the sin is. But if you're, your mind's on things of God, I don't see that that's...
2: Sir, uh, what, what do
0: you think about a crucifix? Are those cool? Well, that's what I was going to say. I've got
2: there's a cross hanging on my wall right there.
0: Yeah. Is that idolatry?
2: No, cuz I mean it's a Well,
0: it, it, technically it's an image of a cross and not an image of a Jesus of Jesus, yes, but a crucifix but you know would be what different,
2: that rep- but you know what that represents even though there's not a, a Right, but a body like we said,
0: there's a difference between between a literal illustration and a symbol. I understand that. Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to Now can people uh, venerate or worship a cross? Yeah, of course. I mean, they can worship anything. That's what Romans 1 tells us. That's all we do is worship stuff that's not God. Um, we're great at that. Yeah. Um. And, and, I, and I think that's something to take into consideration, too, is that um, idolatry is pretty much the easiest thing for humans to do, even believers. And so uh, in some sense, uh, does that mean that everyone is being idolatrous when they view an image of Jesus? No, I don't think so. But it's at least something to consider of, is this helping me worship or is this actually limiting my understanding of Jesus uh, by, view, by viewing this or by thinking of him in this way? Um, is, it, is it actually men, taking more glory away than it's mm-hmm. ascribing to him? It's right.
1: putting your mind on. That's where I'm, 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 I'm actually trying to find a way that it could be idolatrous. Like I, I mean well, I, I
2: don't I, I can tell like like on a, a crucifix. Now again I would have no problem somebody having a crucifix as a piece of art, even though I don't have one and don't particularly like them. But now if you're carrying that because it's like a, a good luck charm, it's something Oh, okay, know, yeah. Th- then that's that's that in idolatry. itself,
1: yeah. yes, yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah. That,
2: that inherently, just because you have that, it's like a the rosary or, type thing. Yeah, all that sort of thing. So
0: what you're saying is, in that case, they're ascribing worth to the image, they not are. to the one. It's yes. the image yes, of. That
2: there's a power. It's a, that's, it's a magic right.
0: thing.
1: And yeah. I would. That's exactly where I would. I mean, like with the painting and
2: things. That's where I'm trying to. I'm just trying to figure out where that. Well, like if I hang this picture of Jesus up in my it'll home, my, house it'll be blessed. I got you. Because I've, I've been into homes before where the people obviously didn't care a thing about <laughs> God, but they had a Bible on the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had a picture of Jesus uh, hanging up, usually the one where he's helping the little children walk across the bridge. Or the door. Or door. Knocking, yeah. on the door. <laughs> Knocking on the door, yeah. But 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 they don't have any idea, but they've got it there because this is. Uh, it's almost like a magical, occultic. Thing. They're Christian because they got a picture right, of Jesus. Right, so
1: that's right. where I would fall. in the.
0: So, so uh, if you go into angles right now into the grocery store and you go down in the, uh, I think it's near the hardware section or somewhere like that. They've got candles with like, you know, the version of Guadalupe and all this other kind of stuff. Right. And you burn these candles basically uh, in veneration to the people and the pictures on the candles and so, in doing that uh and or praying to saints or doing things, you're ascribing worth to that image or to that object right. itself as opposed to uh the one that you're actually receiving power from
1: that the creation has the power, not the creator
0: so what you're so what you're saying is is that the image isn't the issue it's where is where is the value placed is mm-hmm. the value placed on the image? or on the one that it's bearing the image of. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: But I think even recognizing that there's still danger, there needs to be caution mm-hmm. because of our fallenness, even even if you don't have the intent, it doesn't take long for that to become warped. We need to understand mm-hmm. that that as well. And one of my favorite stories is old John Knox, the, the great reformer, he's on a ship. And, and so here's somebody who got a, a carving of, uh, of the Virgin Mary, uh, the mother of God, you know, and he grabs hold of it. And he throws it in the ocean. He says, Mother of God, it's a piece of wood. <laughs> I mean, so that really gets to the point, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, I heard recently that uh, John Knox wasn't exactly uh, the the most peaceful um, guy when dealing with those kind of things. Yes, pretty direct, I think. Yeah. And, of, of course, Luther, uh, you know, uh, he, he made fun of relics often because relics were a very popular thing in his day and still are to some extent. Um, you know, and he would have had an issue with uh, probably with those kind of images and things like that mm. because in that culture they were venerated. Oh, yeah. Now, most people in our Baptist churches, you know, uh, they venerate a football more than they do a, a well, picture of try, Jesus, mo- try
2: relocating a picture in a uh, Sunday school class, uh, moving it, uh, mm. to now you're meddling, preacher, and see how venerated it may be.
0: Yeah, well, and, uh, ours uh, ours were angel statues. Oh wow, and, had a And anybody in my church that's listening to this our... right now will laugh when I say that because it, it's an understood thing. I mean, it was it was like if you make a flat surface, an angel statue will appear. You know, and it was like, <laughs> where are these coming from, and why are they here, and and uh, and that was one of the things is, is like, okay, what what what's the purpose here? How is me seeing this? Uh, helping me exalt Christ and meditate on His glory Those were precious moments, doing these kind of things. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, but yeah, I mean it's it's it, it can be the same way. Um, we can venerate anything. We can venerate a program. We can building, venerate. A, you can put a, a, past, building, you can a, put style a pastor on a pedestal, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very it's easy for us to put ourselves on on a pedestal in our own hearts uh, and be prideful and, and idolatrous in that sense and so yes i I think kind of what we've come to in this conversation, which has been helpful to me to think about, is uh like you said, we should be cautious about uh what we are subjecting ourselves to, but at the same time, I think we've all kind of come full circle in agreement that um, we need to be careful of of where what is worthy to us and where we where are we placing our value, and not just on. A picture of Jesus, but on everything that uh, we should examine our hearts as a result of listening to this podcast and ask ourselves, um, what is receiving glory in my life? And uh, if it's anything other than Jesus, then it's an idol.
2: So, in a sense, we m- we should be iconoclasts, Destro- destroy yeah. destroyers of icons. Yeah. Yes. All right. One more. Can I tell one more quick little story? <laughs> Uh, You
0: are a Baptist preacher. When
2: when the Muslims came sweeping in uh, and almost took over Europe, they would come to church building after church building, and they would find them full of these statues and relics and so forth. Uh, And they considered it, of course, sheer paganism and idolatry. So they just destroyed them and, and raged against them. I would submit to you that God raising up and used Islam to bring chastisement upon an idolatrous church in those days. Mm. And he could still do that again.
0: Well, and and, in places where Islam is thriving right now, uh, there's a very strong, true church. However small it may be, it's a pretty pure church. Yep. Um, where they're dealing with that for sure, and of course in Islam, uh, you cannot make an image of, of haman.
2: anything in, the, in their art. I mean, that's why when you look in the mosques and so forth, the uh, the intricate designs and stuff, but you're not going to find animals or angels or anything like mm-hmm. that. So yeah, it's forbidden. Hmm.
0: Maybe the Muslims are more reformed than <laughs> you <know>. are, <laughs> just not in all the right ways. Right. All right. Well. uh Turn this podcast off and repent for all of your idolatry and get right with the Lord. Amen. Amen. You can continue the conversation online by visiting us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the number four horsemen. Don't forget to tell your friends and enemies about the podcast. And be sure to subscribe and review. They look at okay. me funny when I talk like I got a speech impediment. Homie, check my passport. Heaven, I'm a resident. Like a conscious rapper, but do more than master president. I see brothers coughing, so I hit them with the medicine. On the other side, they say their grass is greener. Seen the forecast, man, they calling for Katrina nothing. <laughs>